What's up, everyone? Welcome to Awaken 24 Podcast. I'm your host, Eric Oliva, and today we are going to demystify Taiji and Taiji Chan. And why do I say demystify? Because the premise of most talk of Taiji Chan is about Qi, and the general talk of Qi is really intangible, I think. My experience with bioenergy uh, cultivation basically through meditation and movement practices and concentration practices henceforth within qigong itself which is breathwork cultivation or breathwork practice has always been a tang- an intangible talk and i believe after 31 years experience training teaching maybe about almost 20 years 20 something years you know, I, I'm the kind of person that questions. So I believe that if we don't question and we don't take a very, very, very straight up questioning stance, not doubting, but questioning, we will never get to a real tangible outcome as to what is and what isn't something, whatever it is we're doing. So <laughs> I like to rip apart everything. Uh, The reason why I do so is because ripping apart everything, basically meaning investigating everything until I can't get it anymore, I can't investigate it anymore, has brought me freedom from dogmatic thinking, freedom from uh, personal story, freedom from the influence of everyone since childhood, freedom from Religious dogma, political dogma, social dogma, behavioral dogma, character, personality dogma, like everything that has, you must be a specific way for a specific thing, you know, these types of values, uh, these types of ideologies, I think questioning them is key, excuse me, to personal freedom. So, I put that in everything I do. Tai Chi Chuan is one of them, and it's a big one, because it's something I've done for so long that after so long, I've kind of taken 80%, maybe 90% of the talk and explanation of Taiji, the ideology and practice of Taiji, and kind of threw it in the garbage. I challenge it. Um, Observe myself and others and then challenge these thinkings uh, to find something more tangible if, if it just doesn't sit well with me. And how do I base that? Well, Let's look first at what Taiji, the symbol, the yin-yang symbol, means. <clears throat> According to my astronomy teacher, cultural researcher, geologist, um, doctor in geology, uh, Liu Mingwu, his research has brought him to the mountains of the Yi and Miao people in China um, and has brought him to find their ancient books translate them to a more modern understanding in Mandarin and then teach it, right? So he, he, he's broken this down to the smallest, most earliest uh, observation of what Taiji is. Remember, Taiji is the yin-yang symbol. Okay, the Taiji symbol. Basically, and what I say in every single class, I repeat it every single week and whenever I have a Taiji class, a Taiji train class and lecture, Qigong is that the Taiji symbol, the yin yang symbol, was a map, or is a map of the sun. 
This is a map of the sun's rays on the earth and how it influences the earth through its seasons. It is a mapping of time and space within a year's period. Focusing on two distinct characteristics on this planet, being hot, being cold. That is how it was broken up. And then everything in between are the characteristics of its change to get to one extreme to the other. From one extreme to the other. Now, some point thousands and thousands of years after people learned how to map the changes on this planet through, uh, through uh, due to astronomical influences of the sun, okay, and we'll keep it at that simple aspect, not going into other astronomical influences like the moon and different stars uh, and the placement of the earth and alignment thereof. We're talking about just how the sun's light influences our planet and all life thereof. Now, that's what Taiji symbol really represented. Now, when people had utilized this, they grew a civilization. They developed a civilization that we know today as China. Um, let's look at, let's go back one more, uh, for one more step and, and look at Lao Tzu, Tao Te Jing, okay? As most people understand it as Tao Te Jing, but Tao Te Jing. Um, let's go 10,000 years before that. You already had an observation of how life moves, grows, its ebbs and flows <laughs> uh, through observing the astronomical influence of the sun on this planet and all life. Some point later, philosophy developed, uh, law developed out of it, music, um, military strategy, medicine, and, and a few other things, hunting, um, and, and so on. Okay, like I'm driving, so I don't want to go too deep into that kind of uh, thinking. I don't want to screw up what I'm doing. <laughs> so, now we take the philosophical aspect and we put it towards medicine and we say, okay, so how does this apply in medicine? Well, medicine is many different aspects, right? As we know, Western medicine and then in Chinese medicine. And we're going to keep it in these two um, uh, observations, okay, and comparisons. Movement is one of the greatest medicines you can have. When you understand anatomy, physiology, kinesiology, neurology, and the various systems of the human body, you understand that movement in general is a major player in the well-being, the wellness, and the health of any human being whatsoever, and any living being whatsoever. If you don't move, you atrophy, you die, right? You just don't move, you lose strength, you lose muscle, you don't do anything, you get weaker and weaker, and then you're dead. So, now let's compare Tai Chi Chen, or Tai Chi as most people know it nowadays, okay, is a practice of movement that embodies a, philosoph a philosophy of Tai Chi, the Yin Yang philosophy. What is the Yin Yang philosophy? Interesting. I have not found one book that goes deeply into the ideas of a Yin Yang philosophy. You have many books that describe uh, quips and quips, phrases here and there about Tai Chi. You know, the ebbs and flows, the dark, the light, the male, the female, the good and the bad, and all this. And all that philosophical observation came much later after the creation of the Taiji symbol and its use as a map for the sun, as a map of the moon, okay, the lunar and solar calendar, basically. So with that, Taiji Chuan, the movement practice of Taiji, is the embodiment of this specific observation how to get the body 
to move well enough where it optimizes its physical systems and its energetic systems, basically the electrical systems of the body, the body's energy, and how that influences the internal organs and all systems thereof in the body. So it's the embodiment of this specific practice or observation and philosophy, okay? The disconnect I see within Taiji communities is that it literally takes away the factor of what Western science or just science in general has developed to when it comes to observation of health, wellness, and physical development. So what I mean here is very rarely do you see a Tai Chi Chan practitioner give big ups to or give respect or observation in, you know, total uh, agreement to science. Oh, science is too behind, their medicine doesn't know, their, their technology can't, can't uh, find chi. But what do they call chi? They call the, the, the Tai Chi practitioners and, and, and so on. Call chi what? Life force? So what is life force? So when a scientist explains, well, the electrical system of the body and explains how energy in the body works, most of the Tai Chi practitioners will be like, well, eh, you know, that's not really it. Tai Chi is all metaphorical, poetic explanation. And you know, I just find that one of the reasons why Tai Chi doesn't gain enough notoriety is because of these metaphorical, poetic explanations and a total disconnect in regards to Western science or just science development, scientific development, technological development when it comes to observation of the human body and its systems thereof and its existence and all that stuff. I believe through my uh, contemplations and my questions and my testing on myself that science and Taiji Chuan are speaking the same thing. Contextually different, but exactly the same thing. Let's explore this as, as far as we can within the time span of this podcast, okay? When I teach a Taiji class, I basically cut out all the Qi talk. I leave maybe 3%, 2% of Qi explanation and Qi talk. I focus more on how to get students to coordinate their hands and feet, coordinate their attention with their movement to develop skill in their body uh, so they don't fall over, right? General balance, stability, hand and eye coordination, uh, slow and fast development, basically speed, speed development, how fast they go, how slow they go, and the benefits thereof. Basically, the first thing is get the form down because everything else will come. Um, you don't have to sit there for hours holding a posture uh, in class. Do that on your own time. You know, develop body strength. Develop concentration power. In class, you're here to learn the method. Practice a little bit and then go home and do it. Because if you're not integrating this into your daily lifestyle, you're not really going to get very far except just holding the interest and, and touching on it when you get into class. Okay. Why do I stray from talking about chi or bioenergy? Because when you put so much focus on it in the beginning, it's like a mountain. It almost feels intangible. Now, the way I do explain chi is very, very simple. Chi is not mysterious. 
It is not some intangible thing. Actually, we're feeling it every day. We're walking through it. We're sitting in it. We're doing everything in it. Why? Because Chi is nothing more than the bioenergy and the electrical energy of this planet, this universe. All type of movement is characterized by what we see in Chi. If there is movement, we say there is Chi. Therefore, all things are swimming in energy. We're swimming in radiation energy, all types of energy all the time. Our movement will dictate, our being will dictate, our thoughts will dictate exactly the quality of that energy. Okay? Really simple. Done. Because there's nothing more you need to know about it. If you want to know what the functions of the each organ is, okay, you can look up in Chinese medicine, you can look up in Western medicine and find the correlations thereof because they are correlative. They can combine. They can connect. Why? Because it's the same explanation with different language explaining the systems of the human body. Done. How is it that we can feel magnetism, warmth, movement in the body, like through our hands, through our arms, <clears throat> excuse me, through our spine and through our body like this when you practice Qigong or Tai Chi Chuan. The reason you can is because of the nervous system. How beautiful is that? You see, I've simplified this whole entire thing based on my experience. Wherever you put your attention, that's what's going to be magnified. So, if you put your attention your focus, your mental focus to the palm of your hand, you're going to feel presence, quote-unquote, there. What you're going to feel is heat and warmth. Why? Because you're putting your attention there, bioenergy moves to that area more, like it concentrates to that area. However, because you have nerves, those nerves are fired up because you put your attention there. Where you put your mind, your bioenergy will go. Your chi will go. That's basically the same thing, bioenergy and chi. If we try to give it some other intangible, poetic, metaphorical idea, we're going to lose. We're going to lose the battle of explanation and argument and not really going to get further. We keep separating and we're going to find ourselves lost. Hence, wherever you put your mind, that's what's going to stand out most. Wherever you put your attention, that's what's going to stand out most. So when we put our mental attention, our focus to the palm of our hands, to our knees, to our feet, to our head, to the back of our head, wherever you want to put it in the body, you will feel that space or that place more. Plain and simple. The nervous system is amazing. It is just amazing. I suggest every single Tai Chi Chuan practitioner study some basic neurology. Study basic kinesiology, surface anatomy and physiology. Study everything. The muscle system, skeletal system, nervous system, digestive system, respiratory system, circulatory system. Every system of the human body. Study at least basic. Go to a school. Go to a class online for three months. Do a semester. Do two semesters. General anatomy, physiology, neurology. I mean, really. Because once we see how these systems function in the body, we'll understand how bioenergy both supports it and functions through it. And we'll see that these things are not separate. So, when you're practicing anything that requires you to concentrate, your attention gets really developed in there. It really gets stronger. Your focusing power, your concentration ability gets stronger. Wherever you put your attention, that's what's going to stand out most. <clears throat> now, because of the nervous system, which is an amazing system, 
wherever we put our attention, those nerve endings fire up. Then that actually sends a signal to the brain to release the proper chemicals according to that sensation. When it releases those chemicals, those chemicals in combination give you, your body, and its nervous system, everything thereof of this body, a state, an experience of a combination of those chemicals. We call them states of mind and meditation in Qigong and in Tai Chi Chuan. Okay? We call them varying states, different states that you attain, you attain while practicing. Because the mind and body connection are intertwined, they were never separate, they are never to be separated, they cannot be separated until death, or unless you have major control of your whole entire mind-body system where you just jump out and you're dead, they will never be separated, okay? When we talk about my out-of-body experience, this is basically what my comment is bordering on, it's really the chemical combinations in the body giving you a state of mind in which you can project your mind through bioenergy, through the energy that's of this planet because we are never separate from it. We are extremely very much connected. Now let's get back to the main focus. When the nervous system is fired up and the brain releases the proper chemical combinations to give you an experience um, based on the chemical composition, the combination thereof, you will feel really, really amazing. Be it you feel heightened senses, you feel very uh, airy-fairy, you know, like very high, high basically. Um, these are chemical uh, influences on the body. But without your attention, without the use of your mind, you won't get those. Without your entertaining certain things, you won't get that state. You'll get in something else. You know, when we just flippantly experience our lives day to day with uh, our emotions and, and our thoughts, we experience varying chemical, you know, exchanges and co uh, combinations in our body. These things happen normally. But it's just that in Tai Chi Chuan and Qigong practice, we're focusing so intently on what we're doing that we experience and we can experience um, varying states of mind which are due to what we are doing, what we are thinking, and how much power we apply in it through our concentration. Hence, the chemical reactions we have and the neurological reactions we have in the body. Do you see how this is so intertwined? This is why I don't talk about G five million times. This is why I simply say, because of all these things together, what is already in and around us become more uh, magnified. That's it. Really simple. I believe Tai Chi Chuan is, nowadays, is so focused on what, what is different from it to science that it takes away the ability to be understood. There are some people who still see that there are great benefits and they are looking into, wow, it does this to your body, it does that to your body. And then Tai Chi practitioners are like, you see, because that's the chi. No, that's in everything. It's because we're doing a movement practice that requires our main concentration to be so, so strong that we're going to get great benefits very, uh, maybe very quickly. I tell my students, if Tai Chi Chuan is the path you like, go for it. If you find it annoying, and boring, that's fine, it happens. If you think you can get better benefits, go for it. Go do on a treadmill, go for a walk, go for a run, go exercise, do physical training. You know, go get a personal trainer and go start doing some uh, training in the gym. 
If you do it right, you do it well with balanced nutrition and balanced physical activity, you will have the great benefits that are now being seen in Taiji Chuan. I guarantee it. Why? Because I took some time off from Taiji Chuan practice and I've applied the same ability and concentration I do when I practice to my personal training. And for, let's see, the first three months, I lost about 30 pounds. Then, and I was very much overweight. And then for the following three months, I lost another about 20 pounds. And then I, uh, for the last two or three months, I've been up and down because uh, I stopped physical training to see how my body can last with that momentum. So I've been up and down with pounds. So ultimately from last August in 2018 up till a month ago before I had some stomach issues, I basically lost about 55 to 60 pounds doing personal training, going to a gym every other day to every day, 25 minutes to 40 minutes tops, um, then working out at home 35 to 45 minutes every day, uh, taking one day off, okay, doing moderate practice, excuse me, moderate practice and adjusting my diet. So I got the same physical benefits, my thoughts, my thinking habits were great, they were different, they were better, okay, just the same effervescent feeling I get when I practice Tai Chi Chan. So we cannot knock off Tai Chi Chan, it is just a movement practice that utilizes a very strong, intense concentration. You do it with tennis, you do it with swimming, you do it with running, and you'll find that people get these benefits. Now, there's arguments that say when you do too much physical training, you're going to hurt the body, and when you get old, you can deteriorate. Really, there's a lot of Taiji practitioners that need knee surgeries, hip surgeries. They have issues with their feet, with plantar fasciitis. They have arthritis in their joints. Why? Because it is a movement practice. You can't just do a movement practice and be done with it and think nothing's, you know, you're not going to get any physical um, problems to, to occur. You can't just do Taiji Chan and think you're fine. You have to match it with health if you think that's the way you got to go. Now, I've met Tai Chi Chuan practitioners in China who were drinking, who were smoking cigarettes, who were overweight, who were very skinny, very strong, and very skilled. And I asked them, what is a, re- a good diet? I even asked my own teacher, what is a standard diet for Tai Chi Chuan? And he looked at me like I had six heads. And he goes, what the hell are you talking about? There is none. There's no standard book that t- talks about Tai Chi Chuan and lifestyle and health and wellness. That's just people do it. I said, you're right. Because <laughs> people do it. However, there is a great book before Chinese medicine. It is called the Huangdi Neijing. Huangdi Neijing is an outline of, or well, the Yellow Emperor's uh, Classics on Internal Medicine, is an outline of what I talked about in the opening of this podcast, the observation of the sun on and its effect, the sun's light effect on the planet and all living things thereof, and how to live according with that uh, so you maintain health and longevity. Like, this is, that is the book, okay? If anything, that is the book. You don't need to learn Chinese to do it. Just get any translation and you can figure it out. Um, I do have two awesome books by my uh, astronomy teacher who wrote it based on astronomical observation on why the Huangdi Nijing can work, why it why it was developed, how it was utilized, and how we can utilize it all based on astronomy. How awesome is that, right? The very basis of all civilization is how the hell do we grow our food so we can live, <laughs> right? So astronomy is a major influence of our planet and civilized development. Now, when I look at this, the only book that can really talk it is the Yellow Emperor's uh, Classics of Internal Medicine. Beautiful book. Now, when 
we look at this and we say Tai Chi Chuan or Tai Chi can be the great benefit to all human beings. It is because of the training involved. How long do we put our focus on our movements? How long do we work on maintaining balance? How long do we work on the equilibrium distribution of our weight? Okay, the weight distribution from foot to foot. How much pressure do we add to make a change in our movement, in our body posture? Where do we apply our breath? Which is where we're going to go into right now. Because the major benefit of the whole entire Tai Chi practice and Qigong practice is literally based within not just our movements and our concentration there, but our breathing. And it has nothing to do with some mysterious force. It has everything to do with what we're doing, with what we call the mysterious force, which is our breath, which is the chi, the energy, the every single bit of substance that supports all life on this planet called oxygen and everything within that oxygen and how it transfers within the body while by our breathing and goes to our lungs and goes to our blood system and nourishes everything and gives us life, okay? What the hell causes the great experiences within our body in Tai Chi Chen and Qigong and even meditation and yoga is our breathing. Why? Because the way we breathe will stimulate our nervous system and that nervous system will stimulate the brain and that brain will say these chemicals because of this and boom, chemical combination, the experience within the body and we feel amazing. When we're practicing Tai Chi Chen, we're doing an abdominal breathing. One is called natural breathing, where you inhale and expand the abdomen, exhale and contract the abdomen. The other one is called reverse breathing, where you inhale and um, uh, contract the abdomen, pulling it in and exhale and expand the abdomen. What the hell is that doing? People say it's it's compacting qi energy in the dantian, which is a center of energy in the body, which is, that's what it's called, right? Well, I have surmised the dantian because you've been able to see this if you have the ability to see a person's energy centers in the body it's really a combination of the nerve system and the energy of the body concentrated in that area the vagus nerve surrounds our gut it goes down and attaches to certain organs creating a semi half circle semi circle half circle uh, in the lower abdomen when we do abdominal breathing or diaphragmic breathing and we're utilizing that pressure putting that stress into our organs. What the hell are we doing? We're stimulating the organs, stimulating the nervous system. We're stimulating the vagus nerve for the parasympathetic nervous system, which goes straight up into the brain and tells the brain to release the chemicals to help us do what? Relax and feel calm, cool and collected. In turn, those combinations make the body feel good. When the body feels good, it's like, holy shit, I have issues over here. Let me fix the pain in there. Let me fix the body there. Because the body knows what to do. It just doesn't have the the components in the right specific manner in which it can maximize its healing ability. When you control your breathing, you control your healing, you control your brain, you control your body. So breath work is a very extremely key, 99% key component to the to everything you do. The other 1% is your posture and your thinking and controlling all that thereof. So this is why we get great benefits in Tai Chi Chuan and Qigong or meditation and yoga because of our breathing and what it does to our physical body. Because of the language used to explain these things from Chinese cultural language to Western language, we find it uh, skeptical. I'll tell you straight up, it's skeptical. That's why science is like, oh, it's all hokey-pokey bullshit. Because you're telling me it's the chi, it's the energy, it's this fuck you're talking about. It's exactly what they're talking about. And now if we looked at, you know, science and, and got the explanations according to this 
contextual culture, we will be able to see that we are really talking of the same exact thing. We are. And one is not just focusing on the physical and the other one's focusing on the energetic. It's bullshit. Both of them are the same. The whole breakup between the external and the internal, the physical and the non-physical, was some poetic explanation some point back 100, 200 years ago in China because the focus on being a scholar was more important than being a martial artist or a strategist. You know, like, martial arts were looked on as being barbaric after the Song Dynasty or during the Song Dynasty and after. So people focused more on being poetic and being writers and being metrosexual, basically. <laughs> okay? Just being very, very eccentric. So, this is my point. How we explain it will decide if people will accept it. Now, we have to explain it with concrete fact. If we just explain it, well, you'll just experience it, blah, blah, blah. It's too intangible. you got to really explain things in a way that tells people exactly how they're going to get it. Something trackable. Something very, very, very tangible. And we do that by research. Study. So this is where I'm at with my Taiji practice. Many years of going one way into the intangible explanations and then many years going in another way, focusing on how does this actually make sense? How is it combined to the mind, body? How are we actually doing things? It might seem like I'm against all of it. I am. I'm very much against the whole entire fluffy talk of Taiji Jet. I'm very much against talking only about chi and giving intangible explanations about chi when actually these are major physical, major energetic systems within the body and we're feeling it because of our ability to concentrate and our nervous system put together. I'm going to stop it right there. I wish you all the best. I hope this brought you some value. Please send me an email. Uh, tell me what you think. Eric, E-R-I-K, at awaken24.com. That's 2-4. The number's 2-4. Awaken24.com. Okay, check our website, awaken24.com. Send me an email, eric at awaken24.com. And um, any questions, any anything, let me know. Peace. Have a wonderful day.